welcome, 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 everybody, to Asif's Peace of Mind Eagles Cast, an extension of the Peace of Mind podcast, where I, Asif Body, am going to give you a piece of my mind only regarding my team. I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and in this episode, I'm only going to speak about the Philadelphia Eagles and anything regarding the NFC, the National Football Conference, as opposed to a holistic approach that we usually go into with Justin. And the reason me and Justin decided to create a space like the Eagles cast and the Colts cast is because although we gave designated time to talk about our respective teams, we felt like we were shortchanging them every single week because we felt like we had a lot more to say and a lot more to get off our chest regarding the Colts and the Eagles. So me and him decided to collaborate, come up with an idea where we can express our ideas openly and freely and really just talk about the things that we want to talk about regarding our particular team. So from now on going forward, I am in charge of the Eagles cast and Justin is in charge of the Colts cast. And with that, he will have an area and a space where he can express his ideas regarding the Colts and give him his own creative freedom to do whatever he wants to do regarding that while he gives me the autonomy to do whatever I want regarding the Eagles in my Eagles cast. And then every week, which airs every Wednesday, our weekly episode, we collaborate together to talk about the NFL as a whole. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what brings us to our first edition of Asif's Peace of Mind Eagles cast. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are excited as I am, Please sit back and enjoy, but before I dive into all that, I have to say this as a disclaimer. If you like what you hear later on in the episode and you want to hear more content, check us out by subscribing to us on whatever platform you're listening to on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, really anything that you're finding this podcast on, subscribe to us and that way you can get more updates on when we release more episodes. We release episodes every Wednesday. And that's a more holistic approach to the NFL. Another way you could check us out is on Instagram at the Peace of Mind Podcast with a K instead of C in the word podcast. Very entertaining page, but also we love engagement on that page. So we give opinions on that page and we have some funny stuff, but we love to hear your thoughts and engage with us through the comment sections. Also, leave a review if you're able to. If you like what you hear, if you like this version of the Peace of Mind podcast, please leave a review for me. Give me thoughts on ways you think I can improve or any ideas that you may have or any questions that you may have for another episode that I can record later down the road. So with that, everybody, I already mentioned to you before that I'm only speaking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFC, so that's what I'm going to do right now. Uh, I'm going to start off by breaking down my opinion on what happened in our win against Washington. I'm happy that we won. It gave us playoff berth. So we are currently the 7th seed in the playoffs, which is nice. And before the season, for those of you who have listened to the show before, I did not believe that the Philadelphia Eagles were a playoff team. Uh, I didn't know much about Nick Sirianni, and I did not know whether or not Jalen Hurts had the capability to throw the ball consistently down the field. For the most part, I think some of that has been answered in terms of my apprehension and hesitation to what I believe this team is. With that, let me break down this game. In the first quarter, 
we were down 10 nothing. Uh, we had a turnover on downs on like one of the first drives of the game. We came out flat. We weren't ready to play. And Washington, to their credit, took an early lead. And normally I would be a little nervous, but I understand it's Washington. They've had a rough couple of weeks. So they're going to come out with a little bit of pride because they have a, they're a Ron Rivera coach team. And they're, not, they're, they're no pushover. They're no slouch. In the second quarter, we started to wake up a little bit. We scored a touchdown on one of the Giants. Boston Scott got into the end zone. Jalen Hurts had a momentum run uh, from third and eight. He ran like a 22, 32-yard play or something like that. Uh, but it didn't, amount to, it didn't really amount to anything. But we still got a score in the second quarter. Washington had a commanding lead for 16-7. to They scored two field goals to end the half. They owned us in the first half. And normally a team that would get owned like that you would be panicking. But as a Philadelphia Eagle fan, I think we all understand that we are a team that thrives on adjustments. We've been making adjustments and played much better in the second half of games, and that's exactly what we did. In the third quarter, we came out and Hertz drove down the field. He took his command of the offense. Boston Scott scored his second touchdown of the game, and from there, we didn't really look back in terms of relinquishing the lead of the game. We get to the third quarter. That's basically it. We score a touchdown. We take a 17-16 to lead. But the fourth quarter, this is where our true calling card came into play. And that is our defense. All year, I have been saying that this defense for the Philadelphia Eagles has been tremendous. It is a real defense. And... Washington did not score again in the second half. We held them to zero points. We made them turn it over on downs. And then at the end of the game, we finished the game with a game-sealing interception by Rodney McLeod, a captain of the defense, uh, a player who I think is very underrated, a good safety in the NFL. What do I think about this game? I think this really doesn't say much about the Eagles other than that we have been riding a really hot hand right now. Out of the last nine games, we've won seven. That's great. We're a team getting hot into the playoffs, and that is a scary sight because as a team, we're the best running attack in football in terms of our versatility. We get it from the quarterback. We have a versatile amount of running backs. We can give it to anybody on the offense, and they can create plays. We have consistent play out of skill position. We have Devontae Smith. We have Dallas Goddard, and we have a plethora of running backs who are capable of catching it out of the backfield. And we also have a quarterback who physically is as gifted as anybody in the NFL in terms of his uh, physicality, his stature, his size, his speed, all that stuff. Really, the only question we have about Jalen Hurts is whether or not he can consistently throw the ball down the field. And the past two or three weeks, he's shown that he can do that. Whether or not it can happen in a bigger moment, I'm not really too worried about that because Jalen Hurts, for what it's worth, more than maybe other quarterbacks in the NFL, has had a lot of big games under his belt, albeit in college, playing for Alabama and Oklahoma and stuff like that. But he's had experience in big, big games, and I think that's going to play a big, big role in the season of the Philadelphia Eagles because I think this is a team that not a lot of teams in the NFC want to play. Speaking of that, let me go into the NFC. The NFC has a lot of teams like the Packers, the Bucks, 
and the Cowboys that everyone thinks are Super Bowl caliber teams. Now, for the most part, I think we would all agree that the Buccaneers and the Packers are two of the NFC favorites. I'm not denying that. I'm not a delusional fan. If anything, I'm more of a pessimistic fan than anything else. But the Cowboys. I believe that this team is one of the more overrated teams in the NFL. And now, you would think to yourself, oh, you're just saying that because you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan. No! Although I do hate the Cowboys, and I can't stand their fan base, I agree. They sicken me in all ways you can imagine. But let's look at their record. They have five losses on the season. I think they have ten wins. Eleven wins, excuse me. Eleven wins. They've beaten the Chargers. They've beaten my Eagles. They've beaten Carolina, the New York Giants, the Patriots, Minnesota, Atlanta, the New Orleans Saints, the Washington football team twice, and then the New York Giants again. They've lost to teams like Tampa Bay, Denver, Kansas City, the Raiders, and they just took a bad loss to Arizona. What does that mean? You look at all the teams that they beat, and a good majority of them are not very good teams. Washington's not a very good team. Atlanta's not a very good team. Minnesota's not a very good team. New Orleans, you could say is a good team, but they don't have a damn quarterback, so you could scratch them off the list. Carolina is a mess. They have quality wins over the Chargers, the Patriots, and that's kind of it. And they kicked the crap out of the Philadelphia Eagles in week three. But again, I think we're a different team now than we were back then. So with that, you look at the losses. They lost to Tampa Bay. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to Arizona. And then they took a loss to the Vegas Raiders in Denver. It shows that this team against quality opponents are basically a 500 team. Basically a 500 team. And they're just beating up on these bad teams who have very little structure. And then we're all looking at them like they're gangbusters because they blew the gates off the Washington football team. And my God, they were COVID-ridden. But we looked at that pass rush and we said, oh, there's nothing like Micah Parsons and Randy Gregory and DeMarcus. These guys are absolute monsters. And look at Trevon Diggs. He's a ball hawking machine. No doubt about it. This guy's a ball hawking machine. Micah Parsons is the truth. And this defense has been much more opportunistic than anyone has given credit for. But I don't give a damn. They're not that good of a football team. They're at best an all right football team and you saw it against a team like Arizona you see it against teams like Tampa Bay you saw it against teams like Kansas City they're just all right that Arizona game spoke volumes about this team just a little insider knowledge I mean I have a bunch of friends who are Dallas Cowboy fans and one friend in particular and they're all talking to me like oh we're a Super Bowl caliber team. This is our year. We got enough talent to do it. Well, damn it, you always have enough talent to do it. And the problem is you never put the pieces together and actually finish the job. And I kept telling them, your team ain't that good. You're not beating Arizona. You're not close. You're, at, at, you're maybe at the same level as Arizona, and that's about it. You're no better, you're no better than anybody else in the NFC. And they've proven me right. Their coaching, 
They can't manage the clock at all. They don't have a running game. And quite frankly, I know the numbers don't look like it, but Dak Prescott, there is something wrong. He does not look right. He's been very inaccurate with the ball, and he's not been decisive until the fourth quarter where there's no chance, there's nothing else to do but chuck the ball. And at that point, the game's already lost, and then it makes it look like he's having a comeback. But really, the game is totally out of hand, the other team has full control, and it's just garbage time stats. With that being said, they do have a ten. They do have eleven wins, and they have the last week against Philadelphia. It's an important game for them. They need this win more than the Philadelphia Eagles need this game. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game. I think the momentum is totally on their side. They're playing with house money. They're at home. All the cards are on the table for them, and they're pushing their chips all in. And Dallas Cowboys needs to put up or shut up. Do I think they'll shut up? Yes, I do. I don't think they're going to win this game. So what does that mean? If the Dallas Cowboys aren't the team to beat in the NFC, we got the Green Bay Packers and we got the Buccaneers. In my opinion, everybody, I know this may sound ridiculous to a lot of you, I think the NFC is wide open. I don't think there's any team better or worse than each other in the, in the conference. I know you're going to be like, well, wait a minute, it's Green Bay, it's Tampa Bay. Well, let me look at these wins here. Green Bay has beaten the likes of Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Chicago, Washington, Arizona in a close game, Seattle, the Rams, Chicago, Baltimore in a close game, Cleveland in a close game, Minnesota in a close game, and they also had the great comeback win against San Francisco on Sunday night in week two, I believe. San Francisco was a close game, Arizona was a close game, Baltimore and Cleveland were a close game that all came down to their defense making a stop, except the San Francisco game, where, Sam, where Aaron Rodgers took control of that game and won the game by himself. Arizona came down to a last-second interception that basically was the offense's fault. A.J. Green didn't even see him throw the ball. Otherwise, that would have been a loss. They play against the Ravens, and that was a close game, and that was against a backup QB. And then you look at what happened in Cleveland... Baker Mayfield, and I love Baker Mayfield, he threw four interceptions in that game. And that game came down to a final drive by Cleveland where there was a pass interference call and the referees didn't call it. So what does that mean? It means Green Bay is going into the playoffs with some wins that are maybe a little iffy. They lost to teams like Kansas City, the New Orleans, and... They also lost to Minnesota. So Green Bay, although they are gangbusters because they have number 12 and number 17 there, and they're probably one of the more unstoppable duos in the NFL, they're a team that can be beat, in my opinion. I wouldn't be scared of the Packers. Another team that I wouldn't be scared of is the Buccaneers. They had a close game against Dallas that they won they beat New England in a close game. Philadelphia, they beat 28-22. to And in the second half, Philadelphia started asserting themselves a little bit. Being able to run the ball and push the tempo a little bit. They beat teams like uh, Buffalo in a close game. 
Indianapolis in a close game. And they just beat the New York Jets, and it took a last-second drive by the greatest quarterback of all time to win that game. And they also beat teams like Carolina, Atlanta, Chicago, New York Giants, Miami, Atlanta. So not the greatest slew of offensive opponents here. And they lost to the Rams, the Saints. Washington beat them somehow. And then the Saints again. That seems to be their kryptonite in the regular season. My point being is, the top teams in the NFC have shaky wins, and they've been inconsistent throughout the year. So what does that mean for a team like Philadelphia, who's just starting to get their rhythm a little bit? 7 of 9, they're running the ball, they're playing the defense. I'm saying that if the game is close, the Philadelphia Eagles have a chance to cause an upset on some of these teams. I think they can play with San Francisco. I think they can play with the Rams. I think they can beat Dallas. I think they can beat the Packers. I certainly think they can beat the Buccaneers. So with that, everybody, all you Eagle fans out there, fly Eagles, fly, baby, because the Philadelphia Eagles going into the playoffs have a real shot at messing some things up for certain teams out there. And with that, everybody, I ask you a question. Do you think I'm just spewing bullcrap? Or do you actually think with the way that we're playing, with the way that we can run the ball, the way that we play our defense, and the way our quarterback is playing in terms of not turning the ball over, that we have a real shot at at least winning a playoff game? If you believe so, let me know in the comments below. Again, this is just a trial episode because right now I'm going to wrap things up a little bit. But let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you think I'm just being a crazy fanatic or if you think my opinion is valid in terms of the NFC being wide open. With that, everybody, thank you for listening. Again, check us out on Instagram at the Peace of Mind Podcast with a K instead of C in the word podcast. We also have episodes weekly Wednesday. We talk about the NFL as a whole. And when you listen to us, subscribe. Leave us a review, whether it's a five-star, four-star, three-star review. Please give your honest opinion. And do us one more favor. If you like what you hear, and you check the Instagram page out and you subscribe to us, share this podcast with at least one other person. Help us spread the word of what's going on with the Peace of Mind podcast. And we guarantee you we will give you effort. And we give you our best intentions to give you the best product we can every single time we turn the mics on. So with that, everybody, it's the new year. So I hope you all have had a safe new year. I hope you all continue to be safe. And make sure y'all stay clean, stay healthy. And keep an open mind in regards to what's going on in the NFC because something's a-brewing here. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. See you next time.